0: Have you ever used a first aid kit? Its contents have everything you need in case of a minor emergency. Usually the smallest of items can make a big difference in a potentially painful situation. In today's pod class, I've decided to put together a few small items that can provide you with just what you need in a pinch to be in the best position for a last minute interview right after this okay so hopefully you have some kind of box or maybe even a little one of those old tins that used to have cookies in it but now you have thrown in some things that can help you if you have some type of medical emergency a minor medical emergency like a band-aids and maybe some of that cream or that salve that you put over cuts and scrapes and burns you may even have a couple of pills that help reduce fever or pain or headaches uh at my house we call it a first aid kit Uh, sometimes you can buy them already pre-prepared but sometimes it's just a matter of getting all the things that you know go together and kind of putting them in the same container or the same area and so today we wanna to use that same type of strategy, but not for a medical emergency. We wanna use it for the time when a recruiter calls you and says, Hey, I really like your in your resume, I really liked your LinkedIn profile, we wanna to talk to you, we wanna to talk to you today, or we wanna to talk to you tomorrow. Usually the less notice you have <laughs> then the more the more they need you. Then so in this pod class I wanted to put together 10 things that I would throw in a last minute interview kit so that if, in the case that someone calls that I'll have those things on standby and ready to jump into action so let's start out and these things are just in the order of how they would flow but it doesn't really have to be these particular 10 things but you'll see where i'm going you know once we get through the whole list and you may be able to identify some things that you would put differently in your interview kit so here we go number one i would have in my interview kit my leather pad folio or leather like in some cases so if you have something that looks nice and neat to put your resume in put on some of your documents your pre-employment documents those things that you may need to carry with you. I would like to put it in a leather pad folio, and I want to have it on standby. Where is that thing? Is it at the bottom of your uh, closet? Is it in the back of a desk drawer? Is it underneath a pile of newspapers or unopened mail? In my house, it could be anywhere. In your house, it could be anywhere. But you need to have a leather pad folio, something that looks nice and neat and professional. Uh, and they don't really cost that much. They have a few on Amazon. They've got a few in the uh, sanit- uh, stationary stationery <laughs> uh, stores. But you can definitely find them uh, in a lot of different places. You could even possibly go to the thrift store and find some uh, something nice. One of the closeout stores and find something nice. You just have to really shop around. But my number thing, on, number one thing on my list would be the leather pad folio. Okay, so number two, a good pen. And in fact, I would have two good pens. So there's nothing better than the feeling of writing with a good, smooth writing pen. Wouldn't it be awesome if, when you're in the interview, and the interviewer is like, hey, you know what, my pen doesn't work, or I'm out of my office, I'm not in my office, I'm in a a boardroom or a meeting room, and I don't have my pen. Let me just run down the hallway, and grab another pen, and then you, being extra prepared, prepared, you have two really good writing pens. So at that point, you get an extra, you know, star on your re- review. Honestly, because you've got not only you have enough pens for yourself, but you have something that you can share with someone else. So I would say, again, at the stationery store, um, at the pharmacy they always have like a section where you can just get pens and pencils and notepads and things. Go through there. I love going to the stationary uh aisle of of the uh the pharmacy and just kind of look at what kind of ink pens that they have. Uh dark pens, blue and black pens are the best, but you know you definitely don't want to have um uh, multicolor fruity colored pens but a, a nice weighted black pen or blue pen something that you can write notes with and having two pens would be like a bonus so definitely my number two thing would be not only a pen but an extra good pen to uh carry with you and if you have the a good pad folio, it may have like two slots where you can put two ink pens in there and you're winning it doesn't you don't have a whole lot of bulky things with you but it's still you're being prepared all right number three the thing that goes in the portfolio, this may be a no brainer, but it's the notepad. So having a few sheets of paper that in the case that you need to write something down, the next step, who do you need to talk to? What is a uh, a resource that you need to be able to identify or go to before the next interview, like you're going to be at the second interview, the third interview, now they want you to have gone and looked at some things and come back, you need to be able to write this down. And so making sure that you can jot it down with your good pen on a notepad something that has a few sheets of paper. So that's my number three thing. Okay, number four, three good copies of your currently updated resume. That would be in stuck in the portfolio next to the notepad next to the good pens, right? Three copies of the current resume. Why three copies? Because for me, three is my number. You may have your number, maybe five. Your your number, maybe two. But for me, my my nerd number. I don't know what you want to call it. My OCD number. I just like I like things in groups of three. So whatever you want to call it, I will put three copies of my currently updated resume. Of course, they found your resume on Indeed, or they got your resume off of. LinkedIn, wherever, or you send it directly to them or uploaded it to their uh, their site. However, it may be at that point, your recruiter has uh, doesn't have all their information in front of them, or they've invited some other people to actually join the interview. Maybe you have to hand off your resume to someone else, you have another copy of it, or honestly, just being able to review all the things that I have jotted down everything that I've noted on my resume, looking at the dates, looking at the timelines before I actually go into the interview is just very helpful. So having copies of that in your leather pad folio is a must. That's my number four thing. Now, number five. So this is something that I have referred to in my other um, uploads as far as having a post it method. And so I would have the post it method page. And this is the page where I would say maybe a piece of cardstock where I have post it's or maybe even designated squares on that page that have the common questions and the three bullet points of uh, my answer choices and my answers in those sections. So I can have like a really quick reference of some of the things that I need to review just before the interview okay so that would be a part of my interview kit will be my post-it method page all right now we're gonna have a break and we come back we'll do the last five and a little bonus at the end okay so stick around one, two, three, four, five, and now six. Number six is I would have a list of my references. Yes, another sheet of paper in the portfolio, maybe folded. No, I definitely wouldn't fold it, but it would be a part of my resume. So I'll have at least a sheet of references. If they want to take it to the next level, they're really interested in you, they may require a list of your references. Wouldn't it be great if you just had a sheet of paper in your portfolio that just has three individuals, people that you have previously worked with or worked for, and their title, the company, where you knew them from, and their contact information, being their email or their and or their phone number, and so having those things already pre-typed on a piece of letterhead or on just a, you know a piece of paper that says a whole lot. You're prepared. You can go ahead and hand that off to them. Um, otherwise, you could also uh, have it saved in drafts somewhere on your your drive you know on google drive and you can actually send it to them with your um smartphone or your mobile device but you could just as easily just hand them the page that's a part of your part your leather port pad folio and for me i think this information doesn't really change as often as your updated resume so it could be something that's very um uh, Kind of like uh, the Ron Popeil of documents, set it and forget it. Once you have identified the three people who are your re- references for life, almost, then you can pretty much have those. And I would say calling them up or emailing them, contacting them, uh, reaching out to them, and just making sure that their contact information is still the same. You could, for me, I know some of the same people for many, many, many years, and so those reference references don't tend to change as often as the content on your resume now everybody's situation is different but you definitely want to have an updated resume with the most recent information whether that be extending the months or the the time that you've worked at your current position that can be an update or maybe some new training or some new things that you as far as volunteer work, those can be updates. But the references, to me, the longer you've known someone, the better. And those, and especially someone who doesn't tend to have a change in job or telephone number or email address often, those things, those individuals are really good references. So I definitely want to have my reference sheet as a part of my interview kit, all right? Number seven, this okay, so um, let me tell you this, seven through 10. And the bonus, these are some things that maybe you hadn't even thought about before. And so once I start giving you these, you'll be like, you know what, I can do better than that. Okay, so let's see if you can do better than the ones that I've identified as like my, my specialty items, then I definitely want you to reach out and send me a message saying, hey, you forgot this, you need to put this in your interview kit. So I'll be like, yeah, you're right. I need that too. All right. So my number seven thing is a dryer sheet. (gasps) Yes. Okay. Let me tell you why a dryer sheet, because let's say the interview is like, you know, what can you come by this afternoon? Can you meet us today? We really would like to, you know, we're really anxious to get this position filled. Could you meet with us sometime today? So. Your answer is yes. The answer to that question is always yes. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, because I'm eager. If I'm looking for a job, then I'm eager to talk to people. Whether that position turns out to be a good fit or not, I'm eager to talk to you. Because in the event that it is a good position, I want to be in the right place at the right time. So the dryer sheet is something that whatever I have on that day, I'm going to rub it across my upper body, all over me. And it can not only help your clothes smell fresh, but it also can help eliminate things like uh, lint balls and sometimes wrinkles. Uh, When you have the the chemicals in the dryer sheets, it helps with the the softness of the material. So it it may just help you even if it doesn't, if you're not completely, you know, 8am fresh. 9 a.m. fresh and you're more like 4 30 5 p.m. fresh uh, at least you'll smell fresh (laughs) so use a dryer sheet rub it across your clothing you know you could even honestly you could put like one in your like your jacket like in the armpits and you'll just be smelling fresh you just you know there's nothing better than having a fresh scent somebody walks in a room and they just smell washing machine and dryer fresh. That just makes you feel better about the whole situation. Alright, so number seven dryer sheet all day long interview kit. Alright, number eight. Here's another thing that deals with something you know the, the the sense of smell. And this is actually a slash it's one or the other. It's either a mint or a stick of winter fresh gum. I always suggest having minty, fresh, just gargled, just, you know, came from the Swiss Alps winter fresh type of breath. Because there's nothing better than having a conversation with someone whose breath just makes you want to, you know, smell everything that they're saying. (laughs) So definitely have some mints, have some winter fresh gum, I would say chew it for a few minutes before the interview, have that in your mouth, drink a little bit of water so that you don't have any extra saliva. But now at this point, you have all this freshness flowing around in your, your breath. So every word that you say just comes out as delightful, as refreshing, as you know, inviting. So definitely have that mint. Have that winter fresh gum, drink a little water, and just feel the coolness. And then be cool, because maybe that's going to also help eliminate some of the the jitters that you might have before the interview. Always, always, always spit it out before the interview. You don't want to chew up your words. You don't want to seem like you are, um, (laughs) well, just a matter of manners would be to not have gum or mints chewing on them in your mouth or having something in your mouth while you're speaking so definitely have it before drink a little bit of water you know make sure that you don't have any extra saliva in your mouth but then you're you're, when you're ready go into the interview with that fresh inviting breath all right that's number eight all right number nine (laughs) again kind of in the same vein but a little bit different so my number nine is floss sticks You know how you get the dental floss and we're supposed to floss like three times a day or something we're supposed to i know so in my efforts for better dental hygiene i have floss sticks that i put in my my bag to go with me sometimes i'll put them in my purse and if i need to um i will like after lunch or sometimes even after a snack i'll have like maybe some granola or i'll have like some some chips or whatever it is and it may have something that gets in my teeth and so at that point if i have my floss sticks on me i can go ahead and take care of that you know and a lot of them have like a little minty strip you can get like a minty one And that also helps with, you know, just freshening up the environment. So, again, I love those floss sticks. If you have anything that at the last minute, maybe you had something with some broccoli for lunch, maybe you had something with some spinach, you know, having for bed you had some type of meat in your lunch and now it's in it's lodged in your teeth or popcorn I love popcorn popcorn loves to find its way into the little crevices between your teeth and sometimes you you're trying to use your tongue to find it and you just can't get it that can be nerve-wracking and throw you off so definitely get you some floss sticks put it in like some type of little well honestly if your pad folio has like some little pockets go ahead and throw like two or three of them in there And you know, something like has a zipper thing. So it doesn't fall out. So when you're walking, you know, it's not something that can get away from you. But in a, you know, a pinch, if you need it, you've got it. You can definitely use that right before an interview without um, harm or foul. Okay. All right, here's the biggie. This is number 10. This is for all the money. This is for all the chips. My number 10 has is like a three parter because it's one or the other or the other. Okay, and this is not something that you can carry on you, but it's maybe something that you can put like in a bag or in your backpack or in your purse or whatever, in a little zippy compartment. These are the things that you could take with you to the interview. The number 10 thing is, are, these are, you know, things that you can take that would help clean you in case you have some type of spill or something that happened to your clothes. Nothing other than the Tide Pen. And I use Tide Pen, that's the name, Brad, but they have some different products that are out there that you can use similar to it. So the Tide Pen is like a little stick, you have to, like use it as kind of like an eraser, you can use that. Or if you have little ones around the house, you can also use a baby wipe, baby wipes you'd be surprised they can clean a multitude of sins you can get things off of white clothing and then it the chemicals that are in it are very soft so it doesn't really damage your clothes and it also can help with you know freshening up who doesn't love the smell of you know babies and so if you have that and you wipe it off wipe something off of your lapel or whatever you have to be careful because it may generate like a little lint depending on the fabric but you could definitely wipe it on a white cotton shirt or wipe down a tie or maybe a blouse or something because you had maybe a salad and you got a little salad dressing on your blouse. You know, you can definitely wipe those things off and wipe them away in a pinch using that baby wipe. The tie pin good, sometimes good, sometimes To me, I've not used it enough on a lot of different fabrics to tell, but I know about some baby wipes. And baby wipes will get a lot of things out of a lot of different fabrics, Um, especially because, you know, kids are nasty. But not only are they nasty for them and their hands and their face or whatever, but it's also because they get things all over their clothes. So you wipe it off their clothes and voila, you got a fresh, clean kid again same thing for adults you can use the baby wipes so instead of having the big baby wipe pack uh, when mine were little I used to get like sandwich baggies and just put like three or four of them fold them in half and put them in the sandwich baggie and throw it in my purse now I've got just a little bit of a something just in case and I don't have to be that you know big the big baby bag so that was my thing was like minimalist uh, and try to have what i need but not seem to have so many things with me and that's the same thing with the interview kit you want to have it you want to be discreet but you want to be in case of an emergency you want to have what you need the other thing is the shout wiping go so they're kind of like baby wipes but you'd have to make a special trip to like a uh, a pharmacy or something like that like a, a like a Target or a Walmart, and they have those aisles where you can have the uh, travel um, travel size items or the cosmetics. You could definitely find like the Shout Wipe and Go little packets or individual packets where you can just tuck it down. In your Padfolio, honestly, they're kind of like those wipes that you get at the um, barbecue restaurants, and you can wipe your, your fingers. But these are filled with the, the little solution that you can wipe on your fabrics. So definitely get like something like that, something in that genre of items, the baby wipes, if you have them already at your, you know, at your home, you could definitely use them. If you want to go out to the store, get either a Tide pin or the Shout Wipe and Go, and you will be very prepared. And you can actually tuck those away somewhere nice and neat. All right, now, let's get to the bonus. The bonus thing is a lot of times I'll have people ask me, well, what if you do a, a handshake and your hand is sweaty? Or well, what if you have um, sweaty palms and you, you can't really go and wipe them off? What do you do? So my suggestion is with my bonus item, this is number 11 is to have some hand sanitizer somewhere. If you have hand sanitizer, it has like a little alcohol in it. And you know what? Some people may disagree. Some may, people may think, oh, this is awesome. But the hand sanitizer has like this little cooling effect. So if you put the hand sanitizer on your hand, rub it in and then wa- And wave it, right before you go into an interview or let's say you're sitting in the waiting area and you have like a little bottle of hand sanitizer tucked out in your bag your purse or whatever put a little bit of that on your hand and then it's going to evaporate not only is it going to smell fresh depending on the hand sanitizer that you have but it's also going to cool down your skin and evaporate all of those extra uh, things that are on your hands. So it's going to make you fresh, it's going to make you clean, sanitize. And hopefully you'll have a nice dry grip for that handshake, right? Okay. So those are my things that I would put in my interview kit. And again, these are just a few things that in the last minute pinch, you could grab if you have them all in the same place, if you have them all kind of earmarked, and maybe a little Um, pouch or something, you could definitely be ready and not worry about when you get that last minute call, you'll be prepared, it helps to boost your confidence. And then you will have more time to devote to your answers and your questions. Okay. So if you have something that you want to add to this list, please definitely send it to me. I would love to hear from you uh, regarding your interview kit. And in fact, I would like to do like a little contest. So if you have something, uh, let's say five items, if you have five items that are different from the items that I have mentioned today, that would be valuable in an interview kit, please reach out to me. And then the best, let's say the best of the best, I will talk about those in next month's cast and we'll definitely go over some of the things we'll revisit this interview kit scenario and see if we can come up with some other items to make this interview kit 2.0 harder better faster stronger interview kit right okay so I will definitely review this again all right all right bye bye <laughs> Thanks for stopping by the pod. Serious Applicants Only is for serious individuals who are serious about winning at this thing we call a career. And if you find this content helpful at all, please make sure to click something. You can like, share, subscribe, and even follow me on Twitter at Tanya Braden. That's T-O-N-Y-A-B-R-A-D-E-N. Or you can email me with comments and show suggestions at show at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-S-A-O-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Do you want to send me an audio message? Your question could be included in the next show. Just go to Serious Applicants Only on Anchor.fm and record your feedback. I would love to hear your voice. Anyway, I can just drop all that in the show notes for you. Until the next time, take care.